How's it going, everybody? Welcome to a special report on the, as we'll say, from on Critical the History of Pro Wrestling Video Games. I am your host, Mongo, and I am dealing with a number of things, not the least of which is post concussion syndrome, as I try to hook an HDMI port into or an HDMI cable into my television. The reason this is a special report and not a numbered episode is because we're going to do a review of a current game. Uh, that's right, we're talking about WWE 2K fucking 23. But first, I am joined, as always, by the Big Dirty LB, and how are you this week, bud? I'm doing pretty good. This is my Terry Funk impression. Maybe I'll do it for the whole show. No, I won't do that. I don't know. That would be awful. No, I'm not going to do that. But yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> I uh, I went to AEW House Rules last night in yeah. Troy, Ohio. It would have been fine if the seats that we had weren't like... There was, there was like a lighting rig right above the entranceway and they would just randomly turn that on during matches and it would just mm. fucking fry me. I did get a picture with Powerhouse Hobbs. I am not posting it publicly. I am making the dumbest fucking face that you could... Because like my friend's like, all right, Flash is going to go off in three, two, one, And I'm trying to do like the Hobbs face, like the little like lip curl thing he does. Yeah. But also I'm like dreading the Flash because it's going to fucking... It's going to get me. But uh, during the show, like the like the first few matches, Hobbs was watching those. He watched basically the entire card, like from over by the curtain. And my friend was like, "Hey, can I get a picture?" And Hobbs was like, "I can't do it now, but I'll come back later." And we kept waiting after his match. Like, okay, well, uh, the main event's on now. He wasn't gonna fucking come interrupt the main event. And like literally right after the main event was over, he's like at the rail, and my friend's telling me to take the picture. And then these these kids came up, and I'm like, "You little." bastards and jump the line and then i took my picture with hobbs and we we got out of there and i stopped at a rallies which i have not had since probably 2005 i want to say the day the day dave reckoning 2 came out in fact i had a chili cheeseburger from rallies that day it was amazing and then they um the rallies in lima ohio they like they they not just closed it they like cemented the building shut like the windows they they cemented over them the doors, they cemented over them. I guess they didn't want anybody getting in. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it, was, it was a fun little night. Um, it had like an older WWE house show feeling. Like it was just a curtain and some lights. That's there was a hard camera in the building because, yeah, especially for a house show. And like it just, it had a different vibe. The building was basically packed. There there were a couple of like empty seats that I saw. This Bobby Cruz, the Ring of Honor announcer, who I would much rather just have doing all of the AEW shows because he's fantastic, announced that something like 92% of the tickets had sold. And it was over 3,000 people. WrestleTix, I believe, this morning on Patreon said 3,200, which means last night's show outdrew TNA in early 2008 with a Samoa Joe Kurt Angle main event. And I'll be honest. That match with Joe and Angle, I wasn't there for that show, but I would bet you anything that you want that was better than anything I saw last night, which wasn't a knock on the AEW show. But that AEW show was more about just like, here's the here's like people you see on television, not like we're going to give you a killer card. Yeah. They did send Hook. I'm yeah. sure anybody reading house show results by now. Uh, Ethan Page. Oh, okay. Ethan Page beat Sean Dean in like two minutes, and then he said he's going to wrestle a second match. He ran down Troy, Ohio. And what's funny is like my my cousin and I, we don't live in any of the places these shows happen. We have to we have to drive to them. So when they're shitting on like the local city, we're like, good thing we're not from here, huh? <laughs> this doesn't apply to us. 
and then like hooks music hit the place went fucking bananas uh the place went nuts for jeff jarrett there's a video of me on twitter losing my shit for jeff jarrett <laughs> i've turned the corner on him jeffy honestly he's he is in fact the last outlaw jeffy does rule i'm not gonna lie he beat he beat brian pillman jr so there's another there's another big reason i like jeff jarrett he beat that dipshit oh yeah that um, guy, he's after still the around. darby allen god he sucks i watched him have a bad match with swerve strickland i was like when that match ha- was announced for the rampage that I saw in Dayton, I was like, eh, Swerve doesn't have bad matches. He'll probably he'll probably get one out of Pillman. Then he didn't get one out of Pillman. He in fact had a bad match with Brian Pillman. And it was <laughs> Brian Pillman's fault. After the um, Darby Allen and Orange Cassidy versus Butcher and Blade tag, there was a kid in the front row that had half his face painted like Darby. They brought him into the ring and Darby took him around to each corner and held him up like Rafiki holds up Simba and the Lion King, <laughs> and. The kid, whenever when Darby would put him on the ropes, the kid would cross his arms like he was doing the coffin drop. That, that was really cool. Um, and that that's like one of the things about house shows that I always liked when I would go to them like 15 years ago. You'd see like a higher level of interaction with the fans. Like literally, I just literally told a story about Hobbs. Um, you see like a higher interaction level of interaction between the wrestlers and the fans, and like that kid's probably never gonna forget that. No, like that if. if if Darby wasn't already that kid's favorite wrestler, he is now. The Mother's Day 09 house show in Fort Wayne, um, Jeff Hardy walked around. Like, he came through the curtain and, like, walked the aisles, like, high-fiving fans. Like, that's... You you would never get that shit on TV. And it's, it's why, like, I didn't care when they would come to Fort Wayne if it was a house show, because, like, I'm going to enjoy the house show more. I, I don't... Like, you get, you get longer matches, for one, especially with WWE in that era. But, like, it's going to be, like, you, you're going to get a, um, th- that higher level of interaction. Occasionally, you'll, you'll get something cool. Like, that Mother's Day 09 show, I saw Shelton Benjamin and John Morrison, Rey Mysterio and uh, Chris Jericho, and uh, Edge and Jeff Hardy all did their matches from Judgment Day the next weekend verbatim. Hmm. So I was in a phone call with two of my friends watching that pay-per-view, like, Halfway through Morrison and Shelton, I'm like, oh, this is just the match from Fort Wayne. Yeah, I've already seen this. I basically, I, I called the entire Jericho and Ray match on the phone. Like, oh, here's this, here's this, here's this. <laughs> and like halfway through that match, like, we get it. <laughs> you saw this last week. I am not as enthusiastic about our topic today. By the way, there's not going to be any news, most, mostly because there is none. No, surprisingly, nothing. Yeah, but uh, this week, obviously, uh, spe- critical special report number one. We're talking WWE 2K23. I bought the $120 edition because I wanted the Ruthless Aggression pack. Because um, the novelty of having like OVW versions of Brock, who has a 90 overall for some reason, uh, prototype Randy Orton and Leviathan, like, I remember wanting a Leviathan figure during like the classic Superstars line. Yeah. And they just, they never did it. So, like, finally getting, and honestly, Mattel, Bill from Mattel, I sold you my poppy of Dole the Butcher. I'm going to give you a fantastic idea here. Just do an OVW series. Yeah, that'd be cool. Why not? Um, I mean, We actually can do, do figure talk on this, because there's a lot, but... Like, if they could do AJ Styles from WCW, then, sure, you could just do OVW, that'd be fine. Yeah, like, you can't convince me the AJ Styles WCW figures more more marketable than a fucking OVW Batista or like an OVW Brock Lesnar. Give me, give me Brock Lesnar and do rag Shelton Benjamin from OVW. Yeah. That would be really cool. 
while we're at it, if we could just get all the guys that were in OVW and they were awesome and then they got called up and fucked over, like, give me a Nick Densmore figure. Cannot sell any worse than Cowboy Bob Orton, <laughs> for Christ's sake. But I was really excited because, like, I, I, Ruthless Aggression Era WWE is not my favorite thing, but I do have, like, a lot of fond memories of 0203 SmackDown because, like, that was really formative to me as a wrestling fan because th- that was the first time I can recall the commentators actually pushing work rate on commentary because Taz and Cole probably because Heyman was in their ear would always talk about like competition and great wrestling. And you would see the fans like when Benoit and angle would do the chain wrestling and they would do a standoff in Oh two, the fans stood yeah, and like applauded. They didn't do that. No one watch the WrestleMania X seven match when they do the fucking the chain wrestling at the start. And then they, um, they kind of break for a minute and have a stare down. They're kind of expecting some feedback from the crowd and the crowd just kind of sits there. They weren't, they weren't super into the chain wrestling, but like a year later in LA, like they do the chain wrestling and there's the standoff and the fans, the fans pop because they were being educated to fucking appreciate wrestling after, you know, multiple years of what the attitude era was. So like seeing the like vengeance. Oh, is in the game backlash. Oh, is in the game. A SmackDown 02 arena is in the game. You know, we're, we're, we're getting, you know, like even deeper into the era, like 06 edge, which I'm not like a huge edge fan, but like I do have like some fond memories of like early rated R superstar edge. Like, I I guess what I'm saying is there was, there was enough stuff there that I thought could kind of, I don't know if obfuscate is the right word, but like that it would offset how much I knew I wasn't going to like the fucking gameplay. Because I think I said it on this podcast numerous times. I did not like 2K23's or 2K22's gameplay. It's a, I, I like 2K. It's the same fucking game. It is the same fucking yeah, game. It's, it's pretty much exactly um, the same. <laughs> Except for like the. the new remember when SVR08 came out? No, I don't. Remember when SVR08 came out? And, uh, oh, you don't? Well, good for you because I fucking do. And like the PS3 version ran at 30 frames per second, and it was like a fucking just how do you how do you do this? And then the next year, SVR09 came out, and it was like the exact same fucking game gameplay wise. They made no noticeable improvements. That's this, except I don't like. I ended up having fun with SVR09 mostly because me and my friend would play like Hell in a Cell matches in the tribute to the troops arena, and we would just do stupid shit. The, I don't think there's any fun like that to be had in this game, like at all. I played show- showcase was the first thing I played. Cause I had to work the on Tuesday when the icon edition dropped. And I was like, well, I at least want to play a match as Oh three Brock Lesnar showcase is not chronological. It kind of bounces yeah, it, you around. It takes you forever to no, get to that match anyway. It really does. Like I don't fucking want to play the Roman reigns match from SummerSlam two years ago. Just let me, just let me play backlash. Oh three. And then it's like undertaker broke one of my combos. I don't want to have to fucking it. In Vengeance 03, there's a thing where you have to do a combo breaker. It's not like breaker counter. You have to do the fucking combo breaker. And I don't know if this was just me both times I played the match, but Cena just starts doing running grapples, and you can't do a breaker on that. It's got to be a grapple or a combo. And he fucking just refused to do it. And I'm like, oh, cool. So I'm not even going to get to finish this match. That's fantastic. I ended up losing. Oh, and the first match I played in showcase with uh, Cena against RVD, I kicked out like right at three and the game gave me like the green to show me. I kicked out kick out animation played. I still lost the match. Yeah. I haven't, I didn't have anything like that, but um, holy shit, this mode sucks. I mean, like 
I I don't really enjoy it anyway. I mean, with all the uh, the real real match footage, but it, it felt overwhelming to the point that I just skipped everything as soon as it would come up. I skipped all of Cena's introductions. Uh, there was one match I can't remember what it was specifically, but it had Taz on commentary. So you've got Taz blurred out. You've got the referee's face blurred out. I think like the crowd had like t-shirts that were blurred out the whole thing's just like a blurry ass mess you know why even put that in the goddamn game you know yeah i don't want to use the word lazy because the people that work on these games are not lazy these are people working like 50 60 hour weeks to get the game out the door but it feels like a very big cop out to not just motion capture the whole fucking thing yeah i understood it to an extent with 2k22 and there was like a large amount of crunch even for a game that had a two-year dev cycle, but or not even two years this is really an earnest, more like seventeen months. But it just—I that doesn't do. I think I said it on on the show a couple weeks ago. Like, I don't care about real life footage of matches I've already seen. That doesn't mean a fucking thing to me. And it looks so bad. And uh, like because of all the blurriness. I mean, it, it's a maybe it's a minor complaint, but. It takes me back to the days when they would, you know, blur out all the WWF logos from uh, stuff before the network, and it just, it looks ridiculous. Like, the referee's face is blurred out. Like, the fact that they even do that is so stupid. It's so they don't have to pay them royalties. Because yeah. if, if it's footage on the network, they don't have to pay them. If it's footage yeah. in the game, then they do. Yeah, I know, but it's so yeah. fucked up, though. It's... Oh, I'm, I'm agreeing. I'm just saying, like, there's, I guess, a reason for it. Yeah. It sucks, though. But then if you're going to do that and you know what looks bad, and, like, I, I can't believe anyone at 2K would have watched that and been like, oh yeah, this isn't distracting or anything, it looks good. Like If you know that, just don't do it. You should mock up the rest of the match. Yeah, I agree. I um, I will say it was incredibly funny playing the SummerSlam 2014 Brock and Cena match where the AI literally just stood there and let me suplex it repeatedly. Yes. But yeah. here's a big thing with Showcase. Did you also find yourself pausing the game to see what the fuck button combo you had to do for like a move? Yeah, absolutely. In showcase mode? Yep. Yeah. So I have to address this because I see a lot of people, including a friend of the show who came into my mentions and tell me he thought this was the best the series had ever played. But I had seen a lot of people like, oh, the games have never played better. And it's like, no, we've looped around back to the Acclaim games where, like, it's it's fighting game bullshit, which, when the combo system was announced, I was like, oh, okay, that's an interesting idea. I did not realize with 2K22 until I had the game in hand, that was going to be the bulk of your character's moveset. That was going to be the method for which you were expected to do damage in a match. It did not it did not occur to me that they thought that was the new linchpin that was going to make, because they'd added like a grapple button back in with heavy and fucking light attacks. And I was like, they finally figured it out, but no, they, they didn't. They, they didn't. They fucking decided we need to do it's, it's the fucking, the arrogance in all of those press interviews that Lionel Jenks did where they were feeding interviewers. Like, is this game going to play like the games from 25 years ago? And Lionel Jenks would say shit like, oh, people don't want that gameplay. They want the feeling. No, I want the gameplay. If this shit played like SmackDown, Here Comes the Pain, I'd have no fucking issue with it. If this shit played like No Mercy, I'd have no fucking issue with it. This is not fun to play. I don't want to have to... Listen, I grew up with those Acclaim games, like you did. 
I remember when I figured out up, down, up, circle is like everybody's front finisher that has a front grapple move finish. And it made the game so much easier to play, but also like it didn't make them more fun. It just made them easier because now I've memorized all the button combos. I understand that everybody's got square X circle and square XXX and square XX and square square circle. Like, but none of the combos are the guys actually the rock does not have the fucking punch, punch, backup, spit on the hand, wind up punch. He does not have that. And if Which, he does, I, I tried like a million different fucking button combinations. I couldn't get him to do it. I never saw it, but you know, just thinking about like, here comes the pain. That was something that was like perfectly animated for that game. And why would you ever remove anything like that? That's a character trait, you know? It doesn't make any sense. Even even in, like, the later games when they were doing mocap, Rocky still had punch-punch. Yeah. Like, he still had his three-punch fucking gimmick. Austin still had his three-punch gimmick. It, Taker, for everything I can say about how bad the movesets are, at least O3 Taker's, like, punch combos kind of look like shit he would throw, but they, they also just look like generic three-punch combos. It, again, like, I, I bring it All up. All of the fucking personality... Of yeah, these guys it, is missing. That's that's what I was gonna go with again. I mean, I talk about it a lot, but it's so important, especially for a wrestling game when you've got these individual characters that move and perform in different ways. And to remove that stuff out of the game, it it everyone just sort of, sort of feels generic at the end of the day. Anybody, I don't trust anybody at this point in my life who says SmackDown here comes the pain's a bad game. I, but if I you're gonna no tell me the combat. If you're going to tell me the combat in these games now feels better than it ever has when none of the movesets feel like who they're supposed to be in like, oh, I didn't think Here Comes the Pain was very good when you can load up Here Comes the Pain and Brock Lesnar has like huge chunks of his moveset that are specific to Brock Lesnar. Right. They went into the like Hurricane Helms has fucking just huge chunks of his shit that are just his shit. They, they didn't go with like all generic fucking bullshit for him. They ukes in that game i mean they also did it in like smackdown shut your mouth but here comes the pains like the fucking the apex of all of this if you pick goldberg he plays like goldberg if you pick austin he plays like austin if you pick the rock he plays like the rock if you pick brock lesnar he plays like brock lesnar if you pick hillbilly fucking jim he plays like hillbilly fucking jim in this game you can pick brock lesnar or you can pick fucking goldberg or you can pick fucking fucking rick steiner's kid they're all going to functionally play the same. There is no difference. There is no personality. Even the the entrances. Fucking 03 Brock Lesnar has the same entrance as modern day Brock. In a series that like beats its chest about authenticity. You know what a good example is? That's not authentic. If you look at Cactus Jack, he has... Um, there's actually two entrances for Cactus Jack in the game. One's like personality, really? personality disorder number one, I think it's called. Sorry, I'm trying not to cough. And um, so they added a new entrance. I think, well, Cactus Jack was re-added like last year, right? So right. In, in the game, on default, they've got his new entrance. Look at the new entrance compared to the old one. The new entrance is completely lacking personality. The old entrance is he walks more like Mick Foley. Um, the taunts are better. It's just, it's just you could see like the, de- what is it, like de-evolution of the entrances. And that's pretty much the game yeah, as a it, whole. Yeah, it is the de-evolution of the entrances, for sure. Yeah, it's... Now, it's one of the first things that changed was his old entrance, because I was like, I remember checking it out last year, and I was like, this new entrance is awful. Like, why did they do this? I, they, uh, they had an entrance that was perfect for him. Because it's them. Yeah. 
And because Brian Williams is back, and one thing he's notorious for, and people really should not let him live this down ever, was that he is the reason they ripped out all of the PS2 animations in favor of fucking motion capture because he thought they looked bad, and they didn't. No. He would do interviews like, oh, some of those animations go back to the PS1. Clean them up then. Yeah. Don't fucking just throw away like great animations because you want to fucking hang out with indie wrestlers in a warehouse and let them do motion capture. And like I've said a bunch, Brian Williams seems like a nice guy, but he is also a guy who has perpetrated some really awful shit on wrestling game fans. And you can read between the lines with a lot of the stuff that happened specifically last year with the AEW game and how quickly everything apparently improved when he left for 2K. And it seems like a pretty fucking straight line between him being a negative influence and that game finally picking up steam and being able to get over the finish line. And he came back as the gameplay director on this game. And I'm pleased to see him. I mean, if you like 2K22... Yeah, if you like 2K22's gameplay, congrats. It's more of the same. I think if the movesets were better, this would be a little bit more tolerable, but I still think I'd hate the actual control scheme itself because it just doesn't it doesn't feel good to play this game. Did you mess with the tendencies? I'm sorry. Uh, any point? No, I, I didn't go into any sort of like editing for the AI. Oh, no, I, I almost told a lie. I fucking tried to... Uh, I tried to see if turning down like uh, people going to the top rope would actually stop them from doing it. So yeah. I said, um, try to remember. I think it might have been Braun Breaker, uh, Rick Steiner's kid. I set that shit to like zero, and he still went to the top rope. Mm. So it it is like NBA two K. You you can fucking you can set somebody's mid range jump shot to zero, but if the RNG decides that's what they're gonna do, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, um, I set it to uh, zero for Andre the Giant after he did a dive from the top to the outside to Batista. But it's just like Fire Pro. <laughs> yeah, sure. You, you know, Fire Pro, the game where you set something to zero and the RNG will not allow it to happen, like, ever. Fucking just disable, like, fuck the tendencies. Disable Giant's abilities yeah, to go to the top rope. Absolutely. Like, or... That- that shouldn't be an option for someone of his high, of his size, or if it is, like there's you know exceptions. Or but if like, you want to fucking really be like Fire Pro, yeah, have a fucking option in the mode to just not have a move yes. in that slot. Yeah, I mean, like No Mercy or like the Aki games as well. You you don't have to have a top rope move for Andre the Giant. You can just have nothing. He doesn't need it's, an elbow drop. Again, I don't want to use the term lazy, but like they they clearly saw the reception to 2k22 and thought okay we, we've hit on something because they'll do this with nba like every few years when the game needs to be kind of like re like reinvented a little bit they'll do it and if it gets positive reception that's congrats that's your nba game for the rest of the generation mm. if it doesn't hit as well then they'll they'll overhaul it big time the next year which is what they did with 2k23 which for my money is the best basketball game in years it's a very good game Unfortunately, with WWE 2K23, they didn't overhaul shit. Um, the in-ring gameplay is not fun. I wish those tendencies were a lot more like Fire Pro. But also, the 2K YouTubers knew what they were doing when they said that. And also, I'm willing to bet you Brian Williams told them, like, oh, we have an AI logic setting like Fire Pro. 
Because he'd been he'd been mentioning that for years, wanting to implement a Fire Pro esque AI logic in the games. The problem with doing this logic system is if it doesn't fucking work, then there's no reason to have it. You might as well not even have it in the game. There's so many negative things I have to say about this. Also, on note of um, showcase, you you unlock O3 John Cena, and this goes back to the whole authenticity thing. His renders on the select screen default O3 Cena is O5 John Cena. Yeah, of course. Vengeance 03 Cena is like SummerSlam 04 block logo word life babyface John Cena. Why? They have promo pictures of John Cena as a heel. Why are they not using them? No idea. Fucking Randy Orton 09 has the exact same render that Randy Orton had on the select screen in WWE 12 as his fucking select screen render. And for anybody who thinks that's not a big deal, it's just the select screen picture. Okay, but take this ride with me. WrestleMania 22 has the banners, like it did in real life, with all the wrestlers and legends and shit on them, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, among those banners is a like modern picture of Hulk Hogan, 2011 Randy Orton, China, who had, what? by the time WrestleMania 22 rolled around, had long been basically banished from wwe canon uh cactus jack as well as mick foley why i'm not sure um vengeance 03 undertaker his render is like late 01 like booger red biker undertaker which is not a huge difference but like you have pro promo pictures of him as big evil you have literally used them on your action figures what the fuck is this i get to some people it's not going to be a big deal but they've jacked themselves off about authenticity for years. And to see stuff like this, the Raw Arena, the Raw 2 Arena, Silver Ring Post, find me evidence they had Silver Ring Post on Monday Night Raw in 2002. You fucking won't. Takes 10 seconds to fire up an episode of Raw from O2 on the network to get that shit right. No, that... They don't care. Oh, spe- we, we should talk about My Rise because you apparently played it. I did not get deep. Yeah, I haven't played the lock. I played Legacy. And um, I think I'm almost at the end. It's not good. It's definitely not good. So um, as you described it on a, a previous episode, you it starts off with like this this legendary female wrestler called Justine, um, which as I was playing the game, felt like they really took like a PD from like Victoria or Jacqueline or like Ivory. Someone who was in WWE in 2002 that they could give them a, you know, a little paycheck to, to 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 be in the game. The fact that they've got this fictional character in there just it feels so off. Um, but she's the aunt of the character that you play in My Rise. Yeah, it's oh god, it's really bad. Like the whole thing basically is about nepotism and like how this character has come in because of her aunt and she's saying she did it on her own and stuff and you have all these side stories that you can do you don't have to but you gain xp through that a lot of them are awful they're basically the equivalent of booker t and edge feuding over a shampoo commercial i mean there's literally a match where you wrestle dana brooke over a vip parking spot um there was another one where nikki cross challenges you for the tag team titles after you win the tag titles and she keeps coming back with different partners so you have to have the same match like three times and i was like no please just i'm sick of this i don't want to do this anymore there's a cutscene of someone attacking you from behind in the backstage area which i saw about 20 times throughout my rise the story itself it's 
I don't know. There's just nothing to it, really. Like, they, they, they have stuff happens like they have the Bella twins come in and feud with you, but the Bellas don't even speak because they didn't get the, them to do the voices. There's some weird stuff like Aunt Justine will talk about like how when she grew up, she would watch the, the war to settle the score, and, and she was inspired by people like. Um, she was. She talks about like how there was women's tag team titles that inspired, and they don't mention the jumping bomb angels and the glamour girls, but that's obviously what she's talking about. Um, and it's kind of like, I don't know. It's 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 cool that they mention that, but at the same time, it's it's it doesn't matter in this game. Like the story is so bland. Like it, these history lessons don't really mean anything. It doesn't trigger anything with you within you. And also, this Justine isn't a real person. So anything she says, like I know my WWE history. I, I don't know who the fuck this girl is. Oh yeah. Why did we need a fictional aunt? Why couldn't they have we just didn't. been like, yeah, this kid, Tori Wilson's under a Hall of Fame deal for fuck's sake. Just use her. Who yeah, gives a shit? At we this absolutely point? did not need this character, and it's so out of place. Because if you're a fan of wrestling, if you're a fan of WWE, and you know all this time period, then it's just so strange. Um, the other thing I wanted to bring up, and I brought this up on Twitter, was. So when when the Bella twins come in, Justine's like, "Oh, the Bella twins came in, and it, it was um, less time for we, real women's wrestling, and they were doing all bikini contests and all this shit." And it's like, "Wait a minute!" So this Justine character was on WWE Raw in two thousand and two, like ninety nine to two thousand whatever. They were constantly doing like bikini contests and like pool matches and brawn parties well before the Bella Twins came in. So that doesn't make any sense at all. It's, the storyline does not make a lick of sense. No, that's a fucking stupid narrative. Yeah, and there's also like you're not the only like fictional character. There's like a character that's um, Ava Mor- Morino who is like she's like your number one rival and then she becomes your tag team partner. And again, it's another person that doesn't exist. Like you've got this whole roster of NXT people. Some people are some NXT people are in the game and involved in my rise. And they're not used when they could be used in this sort of way. Um to have all these fictional characters, it just sort of takes you out because it's like I know this person doesn't exist. Why do I care? I mean, I understand having fictional characters for this mode, but like but holy to the, shit. The degree that they have them in where they're involved the majority of the time and it's they don't like I, I'm not two K twenty, buddy. So if you're building a storyline of fictional characters, then I need to be invested in these characters, and I'm not. So what's the purpose? Um, at this they point, they really I, should have had a big doofus take a fucking bump on a, a lunch tray. <laughs> so at this point, I, I, like I said, this this mode just goes on forever, especially if you do all the side stuff. Like I was like, is this shit ever gonna end? And I'm still not at the end yet. I think I'm close, but I'm not. I would much rather, personally, just have like a straight-up linear story. You know, we're going to play the Road to WrestleMania. I don't want any backstage stuff, because that takes so much time, too. Check your phone. You're in a backstage area. Speak to this person. It's like an RP, like an outdated RPG in some ways. It feels like something that would have that that have, that hasn't changed since, like, SmackDown vs. Raw 2000 and whatever. Like, it's, check your cell phone. Remember when cell phones were a new thing? Hey, look at this extends things to the point that they don't need to be. Things should be much snappier, quicker, faster. I should be able to get through this. I don't want to play this story mode for like eight hours. I do not. You know, give me a quick four-hour story mode where I, where I, the last match is WrestleMania. I don't want to do this all day. It's not fun. 
Yeah, I've I didn't get deep into the legacy. I I thought fucking and by I didn't get too deep. I played like half the match with Molly Holly. The AI went fucking rubber band mode on me, and I went, you know what? I have the Raw 05 arena. I don't really need this Raw 02 arena. And there's a. I'm sick of these fucking story modes with like fictional characters that have names that you would not hear. Hothead Red, Trey, The Lock. These are not names that would ever fucking be on television. Ever. Yeah, it's I don't know and, where they come uh, up with the names. They're really bad. I think I, I mentioned this on Twitter too, but like in the story mode you play as Justine against China in the Raw 2002 arena, which oh, you know, because China fucking you know wrestled multiple times on Raw in 2002. Obviously, it's like you had the the Raw's War 1998 arena in the game, and you took it out. That you, but you still but got it's it not in, in the game. But you still got it in Create Arena. It's like why but, would you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Here, here's Here's my thing. Why is SummerSlam 88 an arena you can play in, but not Raw's War 98 anymore? It doesn't make any sense. That, Especially when you've got so many people from that time period, right? Like, you've got Steve Austin in the game. I think the first arena that you think of when you think of Stone Cold Steve Austin is Raw's, Raw's War. And that's not there. China? Here's, here's the bigger thing. They have... In NBA 2K23, they have specific arenas for each era. Every team. Right. It's like, there's, there's, what is it? The 80s, 90s. So there's four eras, each represented with their own unique arenas, down to like audio experience, too. So that's like 120 something arenas. Maybe a little bit more than that. Why does WWE 2K not have as many arenas as NBA 2K when they clearly have all of the shit for them? I mean, there's also arenas in my eyes that apparently can't be unlocked. So, like, like not, there's like a, a mocap studio um, for one match, which I played and I, you know, I, I completed the story. I didn't get that. There's like an, a UK indie arena. I completed that, didn't get that arena. So, I was saying this to a friend on like Wednesday or Thursday. Imagine if. In the 80s era in NBA 2K23, you say you're a Boston Celtics fan. I don't know why you would be, but say you are a Boston Celtics fan. And you play that mid-80s time period. Would you be happy if you picked the 84-85 Celtics and you had to play in the 2005 Fleet Center? No, you wouldn't. Why is it Stone Cold Steve Austin is in the game, but I can't have him fucking fight in any of the arenas he actually fought in? Why are we still getting one knee brace, Steve Austin, as, like, the default? Can somebody fucking explain that to me, know, please? That's, that's odd. It's, like, they have so many of these arenas. Also, if if the night the WCW arena in GM mode is not even the Nitro arena, why is the Nitro arena in and not fucking Monday Night Raw as well? Mm-hmm. The Monday Night War has been talked up so much for so many years. Why the fuck is, like, why are you not representing that? Also, I have to big nerd moment here the o2 smackdown arena does not display the trons correctly brock lesnar's main tron video is the mini tron and then the top two (laughs) trons are like some other weird video i don't recognize and here's the thing they would still own brock's fucking tron videos why is the mini tron not the fucking like red and white like super high contrast fucking shit why i don't know i have no idea why do all the legends have like generic 
Hall of Fame titantrons. That pisses me off too. Why? Why is it that we're we're so into authenticity? You can't sit one of the dipshit commentators down and have him say, "Well, here comes the pain," when yeah. fucking Brock walks out. Why? Why do they have 1998 Undertaker and they don't even have the original Kane look? Like it. I know they can't use OVW, but if you're going to have all those guys in, instead of including a shitty Mania 22 arena with a Ruthless Aggression pack, why didn't you just take, like, the fucking um, training center arena from, like, SVR 2011 and put yellow ropes on that? Absolutely. I mean, there's, there's like... There's zero reason. There's made-up indies in the game. They could have just put one with yellow ropes, and it would have been fine, but they chose not to. Yeah, take the fucking high school gym arena. Which, yeah. I mean, a high school gym's much bigger than the Davis arena, but fucking humor me on this one. And just fucking throw some yellow ropes on that bitch in a generic black ring skirt, and there you go. Yep. The, this this shit is not hard. Granted, maybe WWE wouldn't have approved it, but I, if they're approving fake independent arenas, you you probably convince them to approve this. Yeah, and, and they had the um, Clash of the Champions, remember when they changed the NWA logo to WCW? Yeah, but that was like they had to for like legal reasons. Well, I mean, yeah, I know they had to do it for legal reasons, but I'm saying that if they can approve that, then they can approve an OVWS yeah. arena. I mean, what difference does it make? I don't fucking know. Maybe, maybe they're worried Al Snow will file a fucking lawsuit. Ugh. Um, I did not really dick around with Create a Wrestler too much. I did take the bandage off of Backlash 03 Brock. And I did not realize this. If you save something as an alternate attire, you don't get the default render. For no, that. you don't. No. And I couldn't figure out how to select the default render either. No, you can't. I don't know if you can't. Okay, well there you go. That's yeah. fucking stupid. You you're either stuck uh, with the I, character model, I... or you have to download a render off the community creations. Which is moronic. I, uh, you know, when I changed uh, people's attires in the Aki games, well, No Mercy specifically, because that's the one that has an edit mode and profile pictures, uh, I, I still have the profile picture. Yep. If I edit fucking Stone Cold Steve Austin's attire, just, just a thought to ponder for the fucking team of visual concepts. Since we're out. Um... I've really said, like, nothing positive about this game. Let, let, me, let me take, like, 10 seconds to think if there's anything that I can say that I actually liked about. Oh, War Games. Which we talked about on the podcast. I was like, I don't know how you make this fun. I played two War Games matches. They were a goddamn blast. Yeah. I, I had, had so much fun. I had those. Hogan dive off the top of the cage through a flaming table, so that was pretty cool. I played Brock 01, Brock 03, Brock 14, and Modern Brock versus Hall, Nash 6, and Hogan. And I feel bad for what I did to the NWO in that match. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the second one I played, I did like a... Um, SmackDown 03, like now versus the future, where the team I fought was Undertaker 03, Angle 02, Edge 06, and Eddie against Vengeance 03, Cena, Leviathan, 02, Randy Orton, and Brock. And I didn't do the man advantage to where I had it. I just left it random because I was like, ah, it'll be fine. Um, for context, uh, Cena 03 has an 82 overall. Leviathan has a 72. Randy Orton has a 70. Brock has a 91. And also, I just want to say it's funny that Brock Lesnar 03 has the same overall that he has in Here Comes the Pain. That popped me. Anyhow, uh, I was getting my shit kicked in real thoroughly, and Brock's the last guy in because obviously Brock would be the last guy in in a War Games match in this scenario anyway. And, like, we're fucking dying. Like, nobody has any health left. And uh, try as I might, the... 
the top stars are not um they're, they're not getting their asses kicked as much as I'd like. And then Brock fucking comes out of that shark cage. I immediately switch over to him and about a minute and a half later, F5 through a table, one, two, three. Mm-hmm. It was that was a real butthole clincher of a match, though, because I was like, oh, they're they're basically the AI is just gonna group together in one ring and fucking Eiffel Tower Brock when he comes in. Yeah. That didn't happen. Here comes the pain indeed. On some level, it's cool seeing like the entrance for like O three Cena because the mannerisms are kind of like direct. I I wish they had like raps in the game for him, but also like the audio quality of those versus the audio quality of everything else around it would have been so disparate. Like the difference, so but, whatever. Um, but now we're getting um, into entrances, and I have to talk about this. So. <laughs> Imperium? <sighs> no, not Imperium. So, um, through the roster in the game, and um, you edit your teams, right? So, yep. I'm taking a look at the teams, and um, I took a look at Bloodline. So it's like Roman, the Usos, and Paul Heyman, and, and Sola Sokoa is not not a part of the group, or of Sami Zayn even. Um, so I noticed that despite that there's four members of the group that you can't edit their trio's entrance. Like, it's just not selectable. Like, it's grayed out. Or it's not there. And their tag team entrance is set as separate. And I'm like, well, well that's strange. I mean, actually, the, the the reason I knew this first was because I ran Imperium against the Bloodline, and the Bloodline all came out separately. And I was like, that, that doesn't make any sense, because I know there's a Bloodline entrance in the game. So I'm trying to figure out, like, how the fuck am I supposed to select a trio's entrance you know like this is where you usually do it through edit teams and um so i removed paul Heyman to see if like the trio's entrance will be available and it's like no it's not i'm like so what the fuck do i do so then i go into create an entrance um and click trio and then suddenly that's how you you edit the entrances for trios problem is you can't even fucking select the bloodline trio's entrance there is no trio's entrance for the bloodline. So I went That's to Twitter so and I, I'm reading it up. And apparently, from what I understand, is the only way to get like their trio's entrance is to play as Roman Reigns and have them selected as managers. The fuck? How does that make any sense? How does that make any sense? It doesn't. <laughs> like what? It, it really doesn't. I don't know why they do this shit. Like maybe they'll patch it in. I mean they should, but I mean it should be their default. It, it just it's so stupid. Anyway, so that was my entrance things for for this year. Um, I spent some time with my faction. Don't like it. It's a bunch Aww. of random matches. Um, nothing was interesting to me in that. It, it wasn't fun. I didn't even get to see the action figure John Cena. Which was a shame. Uh, yeah, there's there's nothing in that mode that I want. So to play. have you heard how you get that? No. So apparently, there's a gimmick going on with Walmart. All oh, right. Uh, 2K and <clears throat> there's like a QR code on the kiosk. I guess if you scan that, it takes you to like a redemption page where if you submit a picture of your receipt with like a star next to like an eligible figure, you'll get that figure in the game, which I was going to bring that up in figure talk, but you only um, get it. In Cause there were some really neat little leaks. Correct. And so, it cannot be exported. Then what the fuck is the point? 
Why would I have I, no fucking clue? Why would I want to play this mode when I don't really have any control over my I don't have any control over who my opponents are or anything like that. It's such bullshit. Also another thing. So like last year and previous years, um if you didn't unlock a wrestler in showcase and you wanted to download a wrestler that was using their parts, even if it's something as simple as like an elbow pad, you can't download that wrestler. This year, because they've extended the unlocks to my rise, um, what's the status uploaded a classic DX triple H. The model he's using is Jean-Paul Levesque because you know, he has the, the ponytail and, he, and he's clean shaven. So you can't download that triple H because you don't have uh, Jean-Paul Levesque unlocked from My Rise, so you would have to play My Rise as well, not just Showcase to unlock certain wrestlers to, to uh, download certain wrestlers in the game, which really hampers anyone that has multiple saves now. When it was Showcase, it was it, that's uh, you know that's one thing. That's a number of matches, set matches that you have to play. But My Rise, if you want multiple saves, you'd have to play Showcase and that story over and over again. Fuck that! That doesn't make any sense. It's excessive, yeah. Like I, for me personally, I, don't, I, don't I would have I would have multiple saves for like ECW, WCW, like eighties Attitude Era. I can't do that this year because there's no fucking way I'm going to play that story again and again. It's not fun the first time. Why would I want to play it like five times? Fuck off! No way. Also, apparently they've locked um, multiple versions of Rey Mysterio from last year's game behind my faction. Mm. Of course. And uh, let me let me be the first, well, maybe not the first, but let me be uh, one of the many to say, eat shit, uh, 2K. There's there's zero re- You have the models already. He was literally the showcase character. So are we to expect that all of these like Brock Lesnar and Undertaker variations and John Cena variations aren't going to be in next year, or are they just are they going to be locked behind my faction too? Oh, I'm sure. If yeah. I want to play a modern game with the version of Brock Lesnar that I actually like, do I just have to keep this fucking pile of shit? Like, I think um, what's the status I, um, suggested that an updated Oscar is going to be available through my faction, but of course not exhibition. It's so lame. He um, he mentioned a list of characters that cannot be downloaded from community creations and. Uh, yeah, several variations of like Undertaker and Rey Mysterio and Seth Rollins are in here amongst what I'm assuming are my rise characters as well. Yeah. There's there's no excuse for this. I listen, they have my team in NBA 2K, and you can get 95 96 Jordan in that mode. But guess what? The 95 96 Bulls are still fucking available in exhibition and franchise mode in every other mode in the game. Mm-hmm. This makes no fucking sense. Imagine they just showed the or leaked the MLB the show trailer with fucking Big Mac, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa. Imagine if they were locked behind, and they they may very well be. I don't think they will be, but there's, there's a chance. Imagine if they locked those guys behind Diamond Dynasty, and they weren't like legends you could just throw into your fucking franchise mode, so you could have fucking Mark McGuire cranking shit out. Oh, I guess yeah. that's probably not the optimal way to describe that like yeah imagine the backlash if 2k said no fuck it we're gonna lock all of the classic players behind my team there'd be a lot of people like myself who would just be like oh really need to play the next nba 2k game then there's a lot of people that don't buy madden because they took out historical teams i'm one of them this 
this is fucking stupid. Like, it's it's greed on the part of publishers and developers, and it's I blame because I have to blame somebody. I blame all the fuckers that boosted FIFA Ultimate Team and Madden Ultimate Team. That that was that was a fork in the road for video games, specifically sports games, where people could have put their fucking foot down and said, "No, I don't want this mode." But these dumb motherfuckers have funneled billions of dollars into these modes, and they're not going anywhere. And it sucks, especially for those of us who are wrestling fans, because the biggest wrestling franchise is this one, sadly. And it's also like, it, it's WWE. They're the IP farm that if you're a wrestling fan of anything from the last like 50 years in the United States, they own it. And you may get to the point where, God forbid this ever happens, but imagine the day comes they lock Steve Austin behind this mode. Or they lock Undertaker completely behind this mode. I get that like the younger generation doesn't care about anything that came before them, and fuck them for that, honestly. But like, you don't need to erase the past or make it something that can only be accessed behind a paywall. I paid $120 for this game for all the DLC. Why the fuck do I have to have somebody bootleg Ron Simmons onto community creations? Hmm. Why? Why does somebody have to boot like 1998 Kane? Again, imagine if like they didn't put the fucking Lakers with Shaq and Kobe in an NBA 2K after it's been that team's been in these games for like a decade now. Also, if, imagine how people would react to that. These Well, these... actually no, that that's not even fair cuz People upload NBA 2K rosters that are more accurate than the default NBA 2K rosters. So even if those teams were missing, that's no big deal. But you know what? There's not a hundred fucking slots for teams that aren't in the game like there are in the WWE games. Yeah, and what these creators are doing too is that they found a way to upload models but change the hairstyle and uh, facial hair. So they're doing a hell of a lot more work. Yeah, I mean they're they're updating models with you know current looks and. Um, in the case of Kane, I think making his hair longer so it's more accurate to to nineteen ninety eight. So they're putting a lot of work in, and they shouldn't have to. It, that should be on two K two K sport. This um, should not be on the fucking community. This should be on the fucking publisher and developer of the game to give us a product that is worth the money that we paid for. Which I was going to talk about with video games. There has to be value for the money. I don't feel like. If you're somebody who bought, I think you bought the hundred dollar version, right? Yeah. I bought the hundred twenty. I, I bought the one with the Rob Schamberger cover. I do not think, given the quality of the gameplay and the quality, quite frankly, of the modes that you're given to spend your time in with this game, I don't think this game is worth ninety, like you paid for it, much less one hundred twenty, like what I paid for it. Mm. There's nothing, the gameplay has no substance. There is literally no meat on the fucking bone. Dave Meltzer's old joke about Giant Baba being skin stretched over a skeleton, that's this fucking game. There's nothing to it. Showcase is hollow. It is a transparent way to make you fucking play a shitty single-player mode to unlock some stuff, the majority of which... If you're if you're a fan of the last few years of WWE, you're not going to care because all this stuff's already in the game. If you're a fan of WWE from 20 years ago, you're not going to have fun in this fucking game. Because if the network didn't exist, the archival footage would be a big hook, but the network's existed for a decade. 
if I wanted to see Kurt Angle versus John Cena from fucking June 25th, 02 SmackDown or whatever the date was, I could literally just load that episode up and watch it. But that, that footage too is no also problem. So, it's it's also so lifeless. Like there's generic music put over the top of it. Um you can barely hear like the the, the crowd audio commentary is gone. Exactly. So you don't even get you don't even get the full experience of that match. It's it it's just it's bad. It sucks. It's my GM I I pulled up my GM and booked like two months of TV across four brands. It's that I don't know what improvements they actually made to that mode. It feels the exact same as last yeah, year. The one thing fun. I'll say is whoever crafted that GM mode clearly has played Fire Promoter. They've clearly played the AEW mobile game. They've clearly played fucking Management of the Ring, and they clearly played the old GM mode. There is, as I said last year, immense potential for that mode. I don't know how they realize said potential. I don't know if they can with this development team, but there is clearly something there that just needs to be fucking handed over to somebody who might be able to do something with it. I, I'm never touching my faction. I don't think you can't get value out of my faction anyway, because by its inherent nature, you have to spend more money on it. And it's, it's like opening cards. You buy a box of cards. You don't get like an autograph. That's worth anything. Congrats. You bought a box of cards and got jack shit. You pay for virtual fucking cards in a video game don't get anything you can use congrats you're a mark you don't even have a physical tangible item anymore i my rise i didn't like my rise last year i think 2k20s my career that i saw people like pulse put over as being freaking charming that's that 2k20 was insulting everything i've seen from the legacy in this year's game is insulting everything i've seen from the lock is insulting I we like you said we need Road to WrestleMania back. We need something like that back. I'm I'm tired of these fucking like shithead story modes. Make a fucking linear story mode that's text based. I do not need voiceovers. I am begging somebody. Make a fucking story mode that lasts a year and has a ton of different branching paths. Like SmackDown, here comes the motherfucking pain. Yeah. That's all you've got to do. That's all I want. I don't, if Fight Forever has that, great. Yeah. But, I, like, I, we, we need that back. I don't need all these side stories to gain XP. I, I, I don't need all this. The game's not hard anyway that you're going to lose a lot of matches, if any. So, yeah. I just want a linear story. I, I'm too old to stick here, just to stay here all day playing something that I don't enjoy. The stupid story mode. So, yeah. Enforcing people to play through them to unlock stuff Horrible. that they have to like, yeah. If if community creations didn't exist, that's one thing. But community creations was meant to be a way for people to fucking have quick access to stuff to enhance the experience of the game. That is no longer the case. I should not have to play the shitty story mode to fucking be able to download somebody's like classic Triple H. Mm. I should not have to play through showcase mode to download anything, anything at all. The accelerator should still work to unlock everything. And and I know, again, I've, I keep saying it. People are going to be like, oh, you're complaining that you have to play the single player mode. Yes, I am in my 30s. I work full-time hours. I am also dealing with post-concussion syndrome. I do not want to have to sit down and endure this fucking gameplay to be able to have all of the things in the game and honestly having everything unlocked probably wouldn't 
extend the lifespan of this game in my eyes anyway. Uh, the DLC list is super disappointing. Like, the worst they've ever had. Unless you're, like, a fan of current NXT. And, ooh, I, yeah, that's that's a thing you could be a fan of. This is just... I see all of the high review scores, and I don't know what fucking game these people are playing or how much 2K put on a check, but this is this is not the classic wrestling game people are being told that it is this is not as ign said like we're standing on the entrance way as like an iconic era of wrestling games is making his entrance or whatever this is not the um this is not the first step in like the renaissance of wrestling video games if you remember and i know you do Back in the 2000s, the consensus was always the WWE games were substanceless bullshit and the Japanese games were the ones to play. Right. I never agreed with that personally. I always thought there was a lot of like meat on the bone with SmackDown until they started trying to make it like a yearly sports game and they would put the mini games in that would fucking be gone like a year or two later. But I thought like when when I got on Fire Pro Club and I saw people shitting on Here Comes the Pain, I legitimately didn't understand it. That's That's like an incredibly fun game. This game is the embodiment of everything the diehard pro gamers used to say fucking SmackDown Here Comes the Pain was. It, it, yeah, is, it is all presentation, and the presentation's not even fucking good. There's no substance. This is... If you are a hardcore wrestling fan, what is there for you in this game? <laughs> Definitely not a whole lot. It's, it's funny, though, you talk about, like, reviews and stuff. Like, I was on a a uh, Canadian wrestling figure uh, Facebook group and someone posted well at least 2K23 is good and I was like is it? Because I don't feel that way I, I, I don't know I don't know what other people are saying in it that I that I don't um, but it, it the more I thought about it and as I was playing it it, it just I don't want to say video games aren't for me anymore but it's like modern video games are most definitely not my thing at least ones that are that are really pushed hard in like the mainstream I don't know. Like I, I watch these these Nintendo, uh, what do they call it? Nintendo things. I can't remember what they're called. Nintendo Direct. Direct. Yeah, and like Sony State of Play and then the Xbox, and I watch them always going with like a, a curiosity or an excitement as to what I'm gonna see, and by the time these are done, like there's nothing for me anymore, and I'm out of the demographic, and I get that, but it's just like nothing excites me. Like I, I the other game I bought before this was Gotham Knights. And that's another game with its own problems. And it's a game that I should have loved because I love the Arkham games and it's Batman. And I take a look at Suicide Squad, a game I should love because it's Rocksteady and looks like the same as everything else that's out there. So I really think, I feel like gaming overall is just in the, in the shits right now. That's why I like, I'm like so invested into something like Robocop Rogue City, which isn't a huge title. I mean, Robocop's, you know, it's it's not that popular license anymore. And it's made by a team that made a good game previously. You know, that, that sort of thing excites me. Something that's not going to get attention by a lot of people. As opposed to, like, this or anything that's on those showcases, which is just, like... Or on, the, on those uh, gaming press events, which is just, like... I, I don't get it anymore. It's, it's it's just not for me. I hate You games. know what? I felt that exact same <laughs> way, like, two years ago. Yeah. And then Metroid Dread came out and was so fucking different mm. from 
anything else that came out. You had all the people like, oh, $60 for this, and then here's God of War. Yeah, you know what? Metroid Dread's actually fun to play. God of War looks like a fucking shitty game. And it pains me to say that about that series, because I love the PS2 games. Those games are incredible. Yeah. But, like, Metroid Dread was just straight up, it was 2D Metroid, and it was it felt great to play. I've beaten that game twice. It, it's so fucking good. You but, know, I think... Um... Yeah, modern thing. sports games. Sorry, I, I was just gonna say like those press conferences. I think the last thing that I was really excited for was the um, the Bethesda Indiana Jones game, which they announced and they haven't shown because that like that hits my nostalgia, and you know that could be a type of game that I that I really enjoy, but everything else I just see, I'm just like, nah, I I, I don't want to play this. Yeah, I modern sports games aren't for me anymore. No. I, I do like NBA 2K23 a lot, but like, why does the my career mode have to be an RPG? Just let me fucking play basketball. Because for the, I, the state farm sponsorship, that's why. The the WWE games are absolutely not for me at this point. Uh, the gameplay does not resonate with me. It is not fun. It, it it's not even it doesn't even feel like in, inherently faster than like 2K19 or 2K20. No, I think I think we all convinced ourselves it was faster last year. It it doesn't. None of this feels like particularly good, and it's one of the reasons I I really wish they could get everything settled and fucking just push fight forever out the door because it is done. Yeah, that game looks way closer to something I want to play, and. Who the fuck knows when that's coming out? Ultra Pro's funded, but like, who knows when that's actually going to come out? Gakdaw is going to drop something at some point, but like, this is not the beginning of like a new golden age of wrestling games. This game is not good. Do not, but if you are somebody like me who thought like, oh man, Ruthless Aggression Era stuff's in the game, I got to play it. Just go, go play WrestleMania 19. Go play SmackDown. Here comes the plane, uh, pain. Go play SmackDown 06. Go play Dave Reckoning 1 and 2. All of those games are significantly better in terms of gameplay. And they're also from the time. So you're going to get that feeling from that era much more than you would through this lifeless, soulless pile of fucking shit. This game is terrible. An 8 out of 10 is what IGN gave this game. And I I cannot conceive of rating this game any higher than like a four. What is what is there that makes this game anything above like a four? I just realized I just did the Bret Hart meme four out of ten. But like, if you're a wrestling fan, what is there to fucking latch onto other than this is the only game that's out right now and is potentially the only game that's coming out for the next few months? I don't know. There, I I don't feel like there is anything. I mean, I don't I don't want to say that. I, I mean, we've been negative for this whole thing. Sometimes you can have fun with the gameplay. It, it I wouldn't say it is great, but sometimes there's moments that it is fun. But they're kind of few and far between. The gameplay is very repetitive. Showcase the AI knows everything you're gonna do and they reverse it constantly. Um, I hate to say I hate something that I've spent this much time on. You know, because I don't want to spend this much time on something I, I hate. But yeah, I'm not I'm not pleased. And I, I I don't have any interest in like even buying next year's. I'm sure they'll have some gimmick hook next year, but like if it's just gonna be the same gameplay, like why am I putting my time towards this? Because 
It's not fun. I'm sad now. I uh, I just saw somebody posted a picture of like a Kobashi cough for this game, and it's got the hair that's and Granakuma. Yeah, Granakuma said this might look better than any version of Kobashi in games where he was a licensed character. That does not look better than Kobashi in fucking Wrestle Kingdom. Shut up. No. Or All Star Pro. Yeah, I. Some of the creations look really good. Like I said, thing, I wasn't. They're a lot better this year, but. I I wouldn't say that Kobashi with the that hair is uh is the best. I was I said I wasn't gonna buy this game and then I caved. I'm not caving next year. I I I can't do the fucking grief cycle with the WWE games anymore. These games are bad, and the development team thinks they've finally hit on something that works, and they have this insanely arrogant attitude that they don't need to look to the past for any ideas. It's if if you're a diehard WWE fan, you're gonna buy this game just because you're a diehard WWE fan. I'm I'm 32 this year. I remember when wrestling games were actually good. This is not that. This is not on the level of any of those games. This game is a swift kick to the teeth for anybody who actually thought this franchise would ever improve. Is this better than 2K20? I'm not even sure at this point. I'm really not. I would say, yeah, just because that game was so um, broken, like, in so many ways. And, and this, I mean, it's still broken in ways, but not as many as 2K20. Um, that's one good thing I can see about it anyway. 2K20 had a better roster, though. When it was playable. <laughs> you know, that game had so many issues. Um yeah, I, I don't know what else to say. Like it's, it's it's been overly negative for like the past hour now. But what do you expect to see when it's when if it's... You, if you had to give it a score out of ten, what would you give it? Uh, maybe a six. Okay, so I'm I for for once I'm actually the low man with the uh. Well, my I always read the them opinion, too high anyway. This game at best is a four. Well, every every movie I read is like three out of five, know. no matter what it is. So. I don't know. Bro, every one of these podcasts, I'm like way nicer about these games than you are. <laughs> this, is, this is the one time that I'm just like, no, I fuck this game, bro. Fuck this whole game. Oh, I get it. I but wanted to like this game. I did too. But like, there's, there's nothing here, man. There's I nothing. Know. And I I, uh, I don't know what else to say. It's, it's just, it's a mess. And it's and for people to see it like, oh, it's good. This it's game great. is the equivalent this game's the equivalent of going on the internet in 2002 and seeing a link that says naked pictures of Trish Stratus and you click it and it's a picture of A-Train. Or it's like Goatsy or something. I, th- I think naked A-Train might be worse than that. Yeah, maybe. I, I just visualized it and what, what popped into my head was horrifying. Why would you want to see his and giant? I have to live with that for the rest of my life. Um. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, this game sucks. Also, there, I think there's no reason to. To be play honest, if you, I think the part of the reason like, like they get high reviews and people are saying great, it's great. It's just because of the features. Like they say, like, oh, it's got my rise, it's got my faction, it's got showcase. It's, it, look, it's packed with features. None of them are good. None of them are good. No. They are not fun. No, it's like you go. You go to a restaurant and you you're offered like or, or you order your fucking. 
your food and like it all tastes like shit like oh great you got you got a whole bunch of food but it all tastes like shit and mm-hmm. you're gonna get sick from it yeah like i don't i don't really feel like eating a steak somebody pissed on sorry and that's that's this game's not even steak this game is like this game is expired hamburger that somebody mixed their own poop in and then forced you to oh, eat chili gross this game sucks yeah yeah, that's that's this fucking game. It's terrible. You know what? This game sucking as bad as it does is a perfect reflection of current WWE. So there you go. It, it, they they finally made a perfect WWE simulator, completely devoid of fucking life or personality. This is just a brand, a fucking soulless, faceless, goddamn brand, and it sucks. Having said that, let's talk about WWE action figures now because we did this week thanks to Walmart Collector Con. Uh, we, we know now that the Ruthless Aggression line that is Walmart exclusive in the U.S. will be wrapping up this year. And we know now that they are including Ultimate Editions in this line. Uh, the first wave of two will include No Way Out 2004 Eddie Guerrero and WrestleMania 22 Rey Mysterio. And I have to say, it, it's funny that a Jax tribute line gave Eddie Guerrero the Batista torso the same way that Jax mm-hmm. actually did. That made me laugh a little bit. The The renders look great. Um, obviously, we'll be seeing the actual figures uh, about 10, 11 days from now. I, I pre-ordered both. I really... I have the original Legends release of that, Eddie, but it's it's such an old figure, and they've come such a long way with like the paint applications and the true effects on the heads. I I had to I have to get this one. Yeah. Um I the Ray is a weird one for me because I kind of wanted the Elite because it's based on RA series 1 Ray and I always wanted that figure as a kid. But Ultimate Trump's Elite every fucking time. So I had to had to go with him. The second series leaked to us by a list of figures that are compatible with WWE 2K23. Uh, will be Rob Van Dam and Brock Lesnar, which I'd been wondering when we were going to get the 0203 Lesnar Ultimate because it's it's such a no brainer. He's he's such he's so low cost to produce because they already have the legs molded, they already have the torso molded, they they already have the tooling for everything. The only thing you're going to have to tool would be heads, and even then, just use the heads from the original Brock Ultimate, and you'll be good. Mm-hmm. Um. He's so low deco. Like the only thing you have to paint on him is like three tattoos, wrist tape, and the gear design. So it makes perfect sense. He's putting a wave with Rob Van Dam, who's going to require like most of the budget for the singlet. Yeah. I don't know what attire they're going to go with here. I feel like One Night Stand 06 is the obvious one. Um, did, maybe. Will they have any trouble with that now? Considering like, wasn't it the the reason why he had like a, a weird attire last year and two uh, K was because like. The guy that made his attire, they hadn't signed a deal with him or something like that? Well, he does have the, the singlet for One Night Stand 06 in the game. Oh yeah, that's right. So maybe that's one of them they can use? Yeah. My my hope is One Night Stand 06 would be the one because that's like that's the big one. He fucking pins John Cena to win the WWE title. That would be that would be cool. Yeah. Um WrestleMania twenty two where he wins money in the bank would be cool. If they didn't already 
they do invasion king of the ring 02 guilty as charged i would say that one because i'm a huge fan of that gear i think it's one of the cooler rvd attires but i think honestly one night stand 06 with the spinner the ecw belt maybe the briefcase you, you could do so much with that figure i mean really all you need is like the c grip hands and the fucking thumb pointing hands probably a couple of heads i'm looking forward to seeing that figure and apparently we might be seeing him and brock at least renders of them many a week so i'm super super excited um i kind of regret not jumping on the ruthless aggression line earlier because now i sit here looking at how much the batista figure is going for and the secondary market prices on like the wave with shelton benjamin kevin nash and john cena which is the newest wave I really want that Shelton because I actually had the ruthless aggression figure it's based on, and I Shelton Benjamin fucking rules. Uh, he he was great, still is. Um, I want the Cena because it's it's a cool figure of him, and also like it's the one that's in the video game. But also, you can redeem all of these in the video game, so you can actually in my faction mode play as Ultimate Edition Brock Lesnar if that's. But here's the thing: which head sculpt will he have? Do you have the ability to pick? No, he's gonna come with three heads. So it'd be one of them. I'd, yeah, lame. They they have different options. I want him to have like a goofy screaming head. I he want might. that to be the one in the game. Cena's is like a a giant smiling face. It, it's, it? Yeah. <laughs> well, that that's also because it's an elite. They they aren't doing um swappable heads with a lot of elites. Yeah. I did notice pinless elbows on the in-game model, but pins were still in the knees because Mattel hasn't caught up to everybody else with that. Um, I'm trying to think of what else noteworthy has happened figure-related this week. Oh, also, I guess I should mention this. Uh, also, in terms of Ruthless Aggression figures, they did put up an Elite Edge in the purple, white, and gray camo. It's going to be in the same wave as the Tory Wilson figure that has been shown off, and I guess John Bradshaw Layfield. I'm looking forward to seeing the JBL. Hopefully he's finally just like a big dude instead of like a tall guy with kind of a bulky torso. Like just give him the same, do what Jax did. Give him the same body. They gave Brock. It's fine. Uh, Bradshaw's a huge dude. Um, also it leaked that they're the final ruthless aggression wave, which you want to talk about going out with like a fart is going to be MVP, the Miz and the rock. Yay. I'm assuming Rock is going to be Hollywood Rock from Ruthless Aggression Series 4, I think. Um, I'm really hoping MVP is like early MVP because I always thought that early gear, like the white and purple, the white and blue, the white and red, especially the white and red from when he beat the guy we're not allowed to talk about for the US title. I always thought that gear was super cool, so I, I'd love to get that in like a modern form. Yeah. I don't give a fuck about the Miz. Who gives a shit? Um, if Rocky's based on RA Series 4, though, I I actually might buy that because I remember finding that figure at Toys R Us and being really hyped because it was, it was Hollywood Rock. And Hollywood Rock is my favorite incarnation of The Rock. I, I can do the Backlash 03 promo, just, like, just off top of my head. I, when I think of Hollywood Rock, I just think of Evanescence. <laughs> the, that promo with him and Hogan. Oh, yeah, I've I've actually never watched that match. Yeah, I watched it live on uh, I, no, no Way Out. Uh, yeah, we ordered that pay-per-view, but like during that era, 
Um, cause my aunt would watch me. My mom had to work on Sundays. She worked a uh, third Justine? shift at a factory. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Um, she would start yelling at me to go to bed at like 10 o'clock. So there were, there were times I like just missed whole ass, like final hours of pay-per-views that my mom spent money on and had to like either get the DVD later or like when I got into like Torrance, like fucking download the show or some shit or go on LimeWire a few days after the show. Um, a funny story that actually happened with no, uh, no mercy. O two, the Brock and undertaker hell in a cell match. The first time I watched that, was on like a butthole quality WMV rip. Yeah. And it looked like a snuff film. <laughs> like y- you see that it, like Makabe and Nagata from 07, you see that match in that quality and it's like, Oh, this is so crazy. It's so violent and bloody. And then you see it on like an official DVD release with better quality. And you're like, Oh fuck, this is even better. And then you see it in the case of Brock and Taker upscaled in the case of Makabe Nagata, they just straight up have an HD version of it. I have it. It's on an IWGP Complete Box Blu-ray. And you see it like in high def, and it's like, this is like one of the greatest matches of all time. Like bloodbaths are great anyway. Bloodbaths in like super high video quality, nothing better in this world. That shit is dope. But uh yeah, I didn't get to see that that Hogan and Rock match. I might actually I, I'm feeling a certain type of way about Oh, watching 0203 WWE today. So that might be that might be a project for me. I also I have to say this. I, I hate that they changed the intro to WrestleMania 19 on the network. It's completely different and it sucks shit. Like, why did they do it? What did they do? It's like completely new music. There's like clips of people missing. The voiceovers are different in some spots too. Like 19 is like one of my favorite WrestleMania intros, and they they butchered it. But that fucking weird intro from 17 is still included where there's like the dude with the food cart in Japan watching Yoko win the belt. <laughs> like, yeah, the fuck is this? <laughs> 17's 17's the Don mega though. That is, that is the greatest WrestleMania of all time. Um, oh, I have to, I have to tell the story. So yesterday on Twitter, I made note of, there was a person that called into wrestling observer radio in Oh one. And was like really negative, like weirdly negative about some stuff on the show. And also said like, they didn't think they, they didn't go as, they didn't go far enough with with like TLC two. And Meltzer said like, what do you expect a hanging? And, um, I had somebody DM me that the person who made that call might've been Bix. Oh, really? I need to listen to the episode again. Cause I've, I've, huh? He used to call in a lot. I know that. Like I've listened to so many hours of fucking between the sheets. And I know that that's like Bix is a teenager on that thing. The observer radio. But I have to listen to that again. Cause I remember that same caller saying the Austin and rock match was great for the first 10 minutes. And after that, they didn't do anything particularly interesting. And I, I kind of agree, but I also, I still love that. Shout out to uncle Steve. After, you know, deep in the heart of Texas. But uh, is there any other like significant figure news? Oh, uh, Impact. Uh, they yes. have action figures coming out. They are forty-five dollars. Um, they we, look more like the ECW figures shots. to me. They, the test shots are so weird because, um, I mean, you can tell from the articulation they have modern articulation. But like, I understand the realities of small companies making toys. These are forty-five bucks. That's right in line with Super Seven. It's right in line with Power Towns. Right in line with Zombie Sailor. But it's also Impact Wrestling in 2023. 
And I don't know that you should have led off with Moose being one of the anchors of your first series just because of a lot of the negativity surrounding that guy. Yeah. I, I... And uh, does anyone care enough about Impact, though? Probably not. I, I, I will note that I do want the Eddie Edwards and I do want the Deanna Perrazzo. But I can't imagine wanting Jordan Grace. I can't imagine wanting Moose. There's so many people under contract with Impact, and uh, I I, I, just, I don't care about them. Like if the second wave was, if the second wave was like Motor City Machine Guns, Josh Alexander, and like I don't even know who the fuck you'd put in the second wave with those guys. Hmm. Th- then you might be onto something. But like Frank the way Kizari. that um. <laughs> yeah, his figure, his $45 figure can do worse than his $20 AEW figure did. There's still like people posting pictures from their their Walmarts and shit where they haven't clearanced that fucking thing. It's been out for almost two years. What what the, can, can I just get on my soapbox for a minute? Yeah. Is there anybody that's like more like terminally useless in pro wrestling than Frankie Kazarian? Like, uh... when has he ever. For like after like 2000 and like we'll say 2005 has he served any real purpose other than to take television time from people who were more talented well i mean i guess scu was popular for a bit right yeah but scu was like i would groan whenever i saw them listed for like roh shows because it's like fuck they're they're really they're really still hammering that and not it's not even anything against christopher daniels i wasn't a christopher daniels fan to some extent but like fuck me man i just i I would hear people talk about underutilized kazarian was and i would just be like no he sucks i'm sorry that was just for was funny that you know they said that he didn't want to cut his hair in wwe and then he went to tna and cut his hair anyway yeah, I remember when he popped up on Velocity in 05, and I was like, oh, goddamn, it's it's that guy from TNA. And then he was gone and back in TNA, and I was like, oh, well. He's team of Nova, right? Look at this guy. He's. Huh? Was Him and Nova were a tag team in, in uh, UPW, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, that's right. And that tag team, I think, is part of the reason why Nova gets signed and sent to fucking Louisville. Yeah. Are there any other, like... I don't think Chella did anything this week. I don't think Zombie Sailors said or did anything. Oh, he signed Ahmed Johnson, Tony Norris. I don't know if we yeah, talked about that we in talked previous about that. weeks. But Chella... And, I want some um, more previews of the fucking six-inch figures. Yeah. Chella and Wrestling Trader, people started to get their Adam Bomb and... Uh... And uh, blue mini bone crunching. Oh, figure collections. Yeah. So oh, whatever it is, I can't remember the, all these companies. There's too many. It's too many motherfuckers. I yeah. agree. I ordered the BWO blue mini and the um the regular atom bomb. I've seen a lot of people have gotten their figures and they're coming with these little KB toys stickers. You can put on the box. Oh, nice. Or they say FC toys, but like it's, it's meant to be the KB sticker that tickled me. I didn't buy a lot of the early BCAs at KB, but I do absolutely remember the backlash series. Like the, after the Titan Tron figures had started, they were doing like kind of like a tire updates for the mm. bone crushers or bone crunchers. 
and they would be on backlash carding. That's where we got the cane that p- some people may remember. That's literally the Jeff Jarrett, Owen Hart thumbs up body, but it's like tank top cane. Yeah. Um, one of the funniest figures I've ever seen. Cause like you literally could have just painted like Kane's right arm skin tone, slap those two arms on that figure. And it would have been like perfect. Um, but seeing these, like they look, Every, everybody's like in this nuclear arms race to do the Hasbros that look like Hasbros. And I, for my money, Zombie's the closest in terms of detail, but like nothing looks one to one. If if I didn't know any better and you would have told me that Adam Bomb was like released in like, a, um, an unreleased figure yeah. from like the first series, I'd believe you. If you told me that Meanie was like some weird obscure exclusive from like 1999 that nobody nobody knew existed until just now i'd believe it i've seen these i've seen pictures of these next to like actual in video also of these next to actual bca figures this is the one retro line that actually matches the aesthetic Mm. and the detail yeah they did a and we also on the back of the packaging really they did like i was skeptical about these the whole way through and then like I told him I ordered Adam bomb and Meanie, and he's like, Oh, well I know you're going to love him. And he sent me a couple of pictures of like Adam bomb next to Sean. And I think, um, I think one of them was Adam bomb next to Owen and then Meanie next to gold dust. And it was like, he did it. Like, like this is, this is perfect. And on the back of the packaging, we saw a reveal of the macho man. So the figure is done presumably. And I'm hoping we get an announcement soon on when Macho Man is going to be available and when Ultimo Dragon and Sonny Ono are going to be available because a big part of this line for me is going to be the opportunity to get WCW and ECW guys in this style. Um, Eddie Guerrero apparently does not have an exclusive WWE merch deal as evidenced by Epic Toys, Cella, whatever, being able to make a retro of him. Right. I would love an Eddie Guerrero in this line. And, and also, part of the reason I bought the Blue Meanie, the BWO one, is I wanted Meanie as he was like during what I consider to be the peak of the line, which is like 96, 97. I know the actual peak is 98, 99. That's when they were selling like gangbusters. But to me, like the early BCA stuff is the stuff I have the most nostalgia for. The period where it's like you go to Walmart and there's three new series and like most of them are repaints. That's where I kind of started to like, maybe I don't need to buy all of these, but that BWO Mini looks like it, it could have been released in 1997. So I had to have it. Yeah. Um, I, I'd love to have Eddie Guerrero. I would love if figure collections could do a deal with Master Republic to get us Juventus Guerrera and Sikosis. Yeah. Hell, dope. even Conan. Hmm. Like, as many WCW and ECW guys as we could get, like, if we got a Sabu, I'd lose my shit. I said it to uh, Vintage Jacks BCA on Twitter in a DM. Any WCW guys he makes, he's basically making the WCW figures I wished I had when I was a kid. Because as much as I was kind of like, oh, these, these WWF toys aren't as good as, like, my X-Men toys, they were still better than the WCW toys. <laughs> That's true. No, and it, I, I'm just I'm hoping we get a big variety of um, non WWF names in this line. Yeah, it's it's definitely a line to uh, look out for with the quality of the, just these first two figures alone. Just look 
better than that than that definitely i expected so um yeah i'm looking to see uh, what else is coming down the line um i will say if i could fantasy book the body on glacier i would keep the legs from the ultimo dragon because those are based on ken shamrock so they have the kick yeah. pads i don't think he'll reuse the atom bomb torso because it's a little big so maybe he does a torso based on like bret hart maybe yeah and owen and then um for the arms he could probably just reuse unless ultimos have like the like gimmicks coming off of the wristbands could probably just reuse ultimos yeah probably it's going to be interesting to see i'm definitely definitely looking forward to those unrelated to this line but um so great moot is going into the wwe hall of fame and I know we've talked about yep. it before, and I, I think you mentioned something about like the the old incarnation of of Muta might be owned by like New Japan. Um, but I don't know. I was wondering if if you like thought maybe that the reason why Junk Shop Dog hasn't shown off these Muto figures maybe has anything to do with him signing with WWE's Hall of Fame. Maybe he's got a legend deal. I don't know. Just curious. It's possible. Listen, if Muta has a merch deal. I don't care what anybody says. I want Muda in the Ultimate Edition line. Oh hell yes! And not like an exclusive. I want him. I want the great Muda at retail, because yeah. everybody likes to throw on the word toyetic, which is a word I hate using. You think people are going to stroll down an action figure aisle and not stop and look at fucking great Muda, even if it's just WCW with the less complex entrance gear or whatever. He still looks really fucking cool. Yeah, that's the look that's made for action figures, definitely. I I said to Bill on Instagram, like, I wouldn't be heartbroken if you gave us an Ultimate Edition or 5 or 10. I'll buy him. <laughs> it's Muda. Um, I don't want to see him in the WWE games, though, because the, they'll they'll butcher him. They will that's absolutely true, butcher but, him. But, um, I don't know. I'd just like to see him get more recognition. I, I Seeing people respond to his WWE Hall of Fame announcement and being like, who in the comments? And just, I hate it. You can't, you can't, can't fucking give fed fans any, any oh, I real know. estate, it, bro. It, it, Those no people su- are psychos. It's no surprising, but it's, it's just at the same time, like why even bother if you don't know who it is? Obviously he's in the Hall of Fame for a reason. Well, here's the thing. A lot of these are the same accounts that like lost their minds when Nakamura went over to wrestle Now they don't know who he is. Yeah, I know. It's fucking ridiculous. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I hope I hope Muda's post match thing with Nakamura is in his Hall of Fame video. Maybe he really deserves to be did immortalized. You, did you hear him? Um, <laughs> did you hear him talk about when he met Masawa? No. Oh, so it was. Um, I can't remember who posted it. But he was like, when he when he saw me, he was like, not word for word, but he was like in, in shock, and he thought he was a, a handsome guy. And he's like, I'm not gay or anything, but <laughs> it was Jeez. so it's so funny coming coming after that uh, Nakamura uh, promo. See, Great Muta looking at Kajimuto and be like, maybe hmm. he's uh he's more than deserving of being recognized. I will say though. Imagine if this induction happened in like 06 and we, we really got some like classic superstar shit with him. Yeah. That'd be cool. 
or or he would have ended up he would have ended up in SVR, which meant a bunch of his stuff from Wrestle Kingdom would have just ended up in SVR. Mm. Well, like, if you remember, like way back in like here comes the yeah. pain, they had all of his moveset set and everything. That was crazy. That is a tire, and yeah, I mean they've got his mask in the game now, anyway. Yeah, but who cares? It's it's WWE 2K and it sucks. True. Um, yeah, I was just wondering if maybe that's why the junk shop dog figures would. You know, I want to see them tackle character products. I think that would be a fun brand to bring back. Yeah, I brought up the uh, Galoob in the last episode. I'm really down for bringing back some more of these uh, lines that you know weren't big and just small in scale, and maybe they didn't move as well, but. They're nice to look at. So character products is one, I'd, especially from Junk Shop Dog when they've had that. Uh, so Sofubu is it? Sofu, Sofu line. Um, Sofu be the the poppy style figures. Yeah, yeah, they look they look great. So if they wanted to tackle character products, I would have no problem with that. I think that's kind of what Kayfabe Wrestling Collector is going for, honestly. Yeah, yeah. But I also just don't feel like supporting that line at all. Well, he's got ODB so. now, so. And apparently the, the situation with Los Conquistadores has been settled. So for what the about, six people that were going to buy those. What about Haystacks Calhoun? Is, is anything on update on that? That I have not seen. That was so scummy. Just like... Yeah, there's... Um, I, I can't say anything. Uh, I'm going to register for China. I, I can't say anything good about that. They can they can work with me. I go for a Chinese lawyer. Like holy shit, dude! What what are you doing? That is one of the scummiest things I've ever witnessed in my life. And, is that uh, is is that how like bootleg figures get made? Or they, I I suppose they don't even like bother with the license, right? They're just like we'll just release it. That's it. I I hope that we end up getting somebody a little bit more reputable doing. Um, Care pro style stuff. Mm. Yeah. But I, I will say the zombie sailor stuff in hand really, really does feel like the old care pro figures. Like the Jeff Jarrett, honestly, just like the look, feel, weight of it. Like mm. it looks like if a Hasbro figure was made by the factory and the sculptors that did uh, mostly just the factory because it, it feels like in terms of like holding it in hand, it feels way closer than if I went out and handled like my NWA champion, Terry Fung. Yeah. Like it's a, it's a different kind of plastic. It feels like, and that's not even a knock. Like it's, if anything, it just, it's a nod to how much more higher end, uh, zombie stuff is. I don't think there's anything else noteworthy. Did I, Oh, there's a bad bunny elite coming. If that does anything for anybody listening to this. Nope. It's, uh, and you'll be able to redeem him in WWE 2K23. He is one of the eligible characters for the the my faction horse shit. Woo. Yeah, I I the only things I'm interested in with this stuff is um is the ruthless aggression figures. Like I don't I don't need I don't need a 2K redemption code for them. I just I just want the figures in this line and for somebody at Mattel to wake up and realize like Walmart lines don't need to only run for a year or two. Mm. There's no reason ruthless aggression couldn't be a long-term line at Walmart. Like how the legends are at target. No, I agree. Cause there's, there's still, there's a lot of meat on the bone for this line. We don't have like 
they've made every other version of Triple H's ring gear from 03 except for the blue trunks. Why is that not in this line? Why is there not a Randy Orton in this line? You have access to Kurt Angle and Ric Flair again. Why are they not in this line? You have uh, Boogeyman under a deal again. Why are you not remaking the original Boogeyman figure? You have Umaga. This is a fantastic opportunity, like a regular black tights Umaga back out there after doing the red tights from the 08 Rumble. There's like so many fucking dudes under contract that they could just, they, they could make another Cena. They could literally remake the purple and yellow Cena from Ruthless Aggression Series 1. I think people would actually kind of be excited to see that. Yeah. There's there's so much they could do and it feels like a lot's being left on the table in that line specifically by just ending it this year but again I will say if it has to end at least we're getting an ultimate edition Eddie at least we're getting an ultimate edition RVD and at least we're getting an ultimate edition Brock and even an ultimate Ray because Ray was supposed to be in that set that the uh the Jeff Hardy that ironically would have been right in line with these figures. Cause it is just a remake of adrenaline series one, Jeff Hardy, essentially um, like Ray was supposed to be an ultimate 14 and he got shuffled out for Jeff. Cause they were like, fuck, we gotta, we gotta make another one real quick. And we ended up getting it. That's a tremendous figure. Um, I'm looking forward to the WrestleMania week reveals. I am actually off the day of the first day of mania access. So hopefully, hopefully we get some really crazy stuff that day. That would be that'd be very cool. Yeah, um, I look forward to that as well. I think that basically does it for this week. Uh, like I think we, we should on two K. There's and we we yeah, got no I'm show next hungry. week. Hungry. So having yeah, the so for real this time there's no <laughs> show next week. Yes. I will not be here. So. I didn't anticipate there being a show this week, and then I got written off for three days by the occupational health doctor. Surprise! When I saw him on Thursday, and I messaged, I messaged you like, oh, I actually change of plans. I can, I can do this after all. Yeah. Um, I don't know that going to that show last night was a great idea. I've had a, a fucking nuclear headache ever since. But there will be no show recorded next week, so we'll be back the day of uh, WrestleMania 39, day two, and hopefully everything is okay by then. So. For Ligerbusa, I'm Mongo. See you later.